Welcome. You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and head of mindfulness for Shoreline Meditation App. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. If these meditations support you and your practice, please consider donating to the show to support its continued growth, new offerings, and its ever-expanding team. You can find the link in today's show notes or simply visit merylarnett.com and click on podcast. All right, y'all, let's practice. Stagnation layer part three. I'm so sad this was a week delayed for those of you in the live class, but I'm really happy to get to share this last bit of the series with all of you. So we started this series, if you remember, by introducing the Voyager expedition and its journey towards interstellar space. We learn that Voyager 1 hit this area of the cosmos called the stagnation layer, and scientists described it as a cosmic purgatory. And when I heard those words, I was instantly like, right, I have been there. I have been in cosmic purgatory before. And so I want to flash forward a little bit and give context for where we are today. So today, right now, it is October 3rd, 2022. We are 45 years and one month from the launch of the Voyager expedition. Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 are 14.6 billion miles from Earth. Voyager 1 had 11 instruments on it that was sending information back to Earth. And today, after spending 10 years in interstellar space, meaning space past our known solar system, four of those instruments still work and are still sending data back to NASA scientists. Against all odds, the Voyager expedition has been wildly and improbably successful. We started this series with the connective idea that the body is a microcosm of the universe, right? The universe around us is essentially a mirror. All of the experiences, all of the phenomenon happening in the universe is a mirror for what we do or might experience inside ourselves. And the stagnation layer, that cosmic purgatory, felt like one of the most incredible examples of that microcosm-macrocosm relationship. And what we've already talked about, what we've already gleaned from the stagnation layer is, number one, stagnation is a naturally occurring phenomenon. You did not screw up because you feel stuck or stagnant. This happens in the universe. This happens to us. We don't have to justify it. We don't have to explain it. We don't even have to fix it. Number two, 
Scientists didn't because they couldn't. They didn't rush in to fix anything when Voyager 1 hit that stagnation layer. When the wind disappeared and the spaceships slowed down, they waited. They studied. They observed. And they let Voyager 1 follow its path. Now here's the new bit of news. Voyager 1, as you know, hit the stagnation layer. Voyager 2, that was a few, I believe, a few years behind Voyager 1, did not hit the stagnation layer. And there's all kinds of hypothesis about why that is, right? Scientists have a lot of ideas about why, perhaps, Voyager 2 didn't hit the stagnation layer. But today, 10 years into interstellar space, Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 are exactly where they are quote-unquote supposed to be on this wildly successful mission. Nobody can explain why one got stuck and one didn't. But they're both exactly where they're supposed to be. And so there are two, I think, tiny little lessons that I want to pull out of that last nugget, that last statement. The first of which is that competition is unnecessary. Right? We know, we know from part one and part two that community is vital. We aren't alone when we feel stuck or stagnant in our work, in our creativity, in our meditation practice. This happens to most of us at some point or another. We aren't alone. And even if we get stuck, we end up where we're supposed to be. And so to the person who is not stuck, we don't have to feel like I need to compete or justify or explain. Maybe you're Voyager 1 and they're Voyager 2. And you both get to end up exactly where you're supposed to be. I think this is valuable, obviously, in our lives, but also more specifically in our actual meditation practice. Because it's easy to hear somebody talk about their meditation and think, whoa, they're on a whole other level. They are experiencing some deep magical realm of ancient wisdom. And I'm just sitting here writing a grocery list. They are meditating. I am not meditating. And I hope that we can use the example of the stagnation layer and the Voyager expedition as the reminder that somebody else's richness does not negate yours. And your stagnation might help uphold, shine a light, or reflect somebody else's stagnation. 
And so competition within our practice, within our lives, is not necessary. The last piece that I want to throw out there is, you know, I really believe that it is our engagement that makes this story so compelling, so magical. If you Google, if you go to NASA's website and you Google like Voyager expedition, or even better Google stagnation layer, you'll see the same image that I have seen. And I think I shared it in part one. And it is like the driest, dullest image on the planet. It's like sort of a cartoony drawing. There's a lot of lines and dots and a weird looking satellite spaceship with a lot of spindly arms and like arrows pointing at things. It is so dry. It is so scientific. It's like the least compelling image on the planet. But as we pay attention, we learn about the scientists imagining of a voyage to interstellar space, of the placement of a golden record, a record literally made out of gold, meant to be found by beings from some other planet or area of space. We learn about a mission that sends spaceships 45 years through space sending us images as iconic as the pale blue dot, giving us famous quotes by Carl Sagan, and letting us glean lessons about something called the stagnation layer, which resonates, I think, with many of us. And it's only because we're paying attention, because we're curious. And we can reflect that same engagement to our own stagnation layer, which on the surface feels crappy and dry and devoid of inspiration. And yet, this one little layer of the universe gave us three 45-minute meditation sections, and I bet I could write five more. There's so much within the stagnation layer. Macrocosm and microcosm. So we are going to practice. We're going to meditate. And whether your practice feels deep and rich and vibrant or like a grocery list of thoughts, what if we engage it with that same level of interest of curiosity of what shows up. Hmm. Okay. So you'll let yourself sit. If you've been seated in the same position, that whole talk, take a moment to move around, wiggle your toes, shift your legs, invite yourself to sit up as tall as feels right for you today. Allowing the shoulders to roll back and down. And if it feels right, you'll let your eyes close. And if that doesn't feel quite right, you'll take a soft gaze down towards the earth. 
together as a group. We'll take a full, deep inhale in. And we'll exhale out a sigh. And let's do that once again. As you feel ready, allow a deep breath to fill up your belly, your lungs. And when you're ready, open your mouth, release a sigh. And allowing your breath just to flow. And inviting your practice to begin as you silently state to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And we remember that that statement has nothing to do with upholding some ideal of what meditation should look like or feel like. Instead, meditation it's just that invitation to engage. Engage with yourself in this moment. And so you might find that you can let yourself sit down a little bit more. That there's a way you can let go from the inside of your body out in all directions. Maybe you notice that there are muscles in the face you can soften. Maybe creating some space between your eyebrows. Softening the skin around the eyes. Perhaps even inviting the tiniest hint of a smile to the inside of your mouth. And you allow your breath to flow freely. Maybe you feel yourself letting go a bit across the shoulders. Softening the muscles in the chest. And letting go 
of the muscles in the belly. And as the front of the body softens, maybe you notice that as you breathe in, your belly expands a little bit. As you breathe out, your belly contracts a little bit. And you allow yourself just to ride that wave of breath for a moment. And over time, you might find that your breath smooths out. Your inhales and your exhales feel fluid and even. Perhaps you notice that between each breath, there is the tiniest of pauses. It's nothing that you need to exaggerate. But as we settle into about 10 minutes in silence. Perhaps you'll just engage those little momentary pauses. Each one a tiny stagnation layer. a spot for you to let go just a little bit more. And simply notice what happens. Each pause between inhale and exhale is a chance to soften, to linger. Sit now for about 10 minutes in silence together.
I'm feeling your breath here. Noticing if you've gotten lost in your thoughts and your stories. And see if once again you can just feel that momentary pause between breaths. Without exaggeration, without force. Just a moment to engage with that own microcosmic version of the stagnation layer. When you feel ready, you'll let your breath deepen a little bit. You'll start to wiggle your fingers and your toes, finding your edges once again. If you slumped over, you might straighten your spine or bring a bit of movement back in. When you're ready, we'll take one final breath together, a deep inhale in and a full exhale out. Thank you guys so much for your practice today. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, please consider leaving me a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps others to find this show. To learn more about my live classes, virtual meditation retreats, my meditation app Shoreline, or to make a donation to the show, please visit MerylArnett.com. Thanks again. I'll see you next week.